What up, what up? What's going on, America? And welcome to Dear America. Sorry for the break. Uh, getting used to campaign life uh, and everything has just been <sighs> a little hectic. Crazy. A little crazy, hectic. Crazy. Um, again, right now, I'm challenging every single person that listens to this. Help us get to Congress. If every single person that listens to this episode would donate just $10... That's what I'm challenging you today. Help send us to Congress to fight against all the craziness we're going to talk about today on this episode. Go to Graham Allen SC, like yeah. South Carolina, GrahamAllenSC.com. I cannot do this by myself. Uh, this is required. Uh, you know, we need your support. So I'm asking every single person to donate $10 right now if you've already donated ten dollars last month guess what it's a new month and it's ten dollars and every single dollar counts if you're able to donate more <clears throat> fifty eight hundred dollars that's great <laughs> but if not i'm challenging every single one of you help us fight this battle to go all the way to congress go to graham right now also I launched my new book for pre-order hey, yesterday, hey, and uh, oh, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you guys. Uh, if you haven't gotten that, it is available everywhere, but I wanted to say the power of you guys really quick. So on, first of all, we are number uh, 17, I think, in the world on new releases right now on Amazon, nice. which is really nice. cool, but we are number three on Movers and Shakers, and I wanted to tell you the stats Really quick. So on movers and shakers, it shows how much you've gone up in percentages, right? So my sale rank nationally with all books ever is 62 right now. Sweet. So we're number 17 in new releases. We're number 62 in all books, period. What? Right this second. Okay. I was number 1,815,732. So within 24 hours, we have had a 2,928,500% sales spike Wow! in the book. So right. thank you guys yeah. for that. The new book, That's Dear amazing. America, is available for pre-order right now. This time, everywhere. Uh. So now that I'm done tooting my own horn, please go <laughs> donate to the campaign at GrimAllenSC.com and please go pre-order uh, Dear America. If we can yeah. get to number one, I told everybody, if we can get to number one on the new releases, I'll give away 10,000 912 United shirts for free. So there's your incentive there. All right, let's talk about the world. Let's do it. First of all, I think it's best just to play... Uh, just a little montage that I made today of uh, our president yesterday. Come on, man. So our president yesterday spoke, which is always uh, a great time. And I just made a quick little 30-second little montage of some of the things he said. So here we go. Just imagine, if instead of denying millions of Americans the ability to own their own home. <laughs> oh, well. We have a thing called... Hold on one more time. <laughs> just imagine... If instead of denying millions of Americans the ability to own their own home, <laughs> God. one more home. time, one more time, it's too good. Just imagine, if instead of denying millions of Americans the ability to own their own home, it's a rhythm. He's got like a call. Yeah. I won't go into it all, but there's not enough time now. But I'm determined. Joint session of Congress. According to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Nope. Not ISIS, 
Not Al Qaeda. Not ransomware attacks. White supremacists. Oh, clap. White supremacists. First of all, how's that? <laughs> Just imagine, all right? He's, Let me set the stage for you. Dude, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. dude he was touched by the Holy Ghost right yeah. there. That was speaking Maybe in tongues. So. I shot a mosquito at a kid in my Honda. <laughs> Y'all never heard that in, whole, in, in youth group? In Jesus camp? I shot a mosquito with a kid in my Honda. <laughs> I, I shot, shot a mosquito with a kid in my Honda. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not oh, making man. fun of speaking in tongues. Yes, I am. It's funny. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I got to give a shout out to John Chris. He had a really funny joke. Uh, he was talking about how he's been in church a long time, and at the end, all the pastors, all the pastors are bumping stats. He's like, everybody back your heads right now who needs to accept jesus right there right there i see you in the back i <laughs> right see you there, there i see you there hands going up all over the place yes yeah. yes 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 <laughs> he says i'm looking around there ain't nobody raising their hands <laughs> yeah. it's the sound guy raising his hand over and over and over That's again funny. it's pretty funny i got it hold on let me see <laughs> let me see if i can find it real quick i gotta give credit where it's due because i wish that was my joke but it's not so let me, let me see if I can find it right here. This is live, people. This is how we're going to do today's episode because it's my show. That's and right. here we go. Hey, Graham, when does your book officially be, uh, drop? August 10th. August 10th. Ooh, August wow. 10th, it officially drops. Awesome. Here we go. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody's looking around. Nobody's looking around. I'll tell you right now, I've been in church my whole life. I'm looking around, dude. I'm looking. I've seen too much of the pastor padding those stats. You ever seen that? Yes, 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 yes. You don't look around. You see nobody raising their hands. Where are these yeses coming from, bro? Where are these yeses? Oh, everywhere. I see them all over. Yes, 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 yes. It's just a sound man. He keeps raising his hand up. <laughs> That's Good funny. stuff. All right, guys, I'm building a business. I build multiple businesses, actually, and I know HR issues can kill you. Human resource, for those of you who are not in the know, wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. They average $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, -E, was created specifically for small businesses like mine and many of you. Bambi will set you up with your own dedicated HR manager that's available by phone, email, or real-time chat. Craft HR policy and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Go month to month, no hidden fees, cancel at any time. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend your time playing HR manager. Let Bambi help Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash Graham right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Graham, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot -E com slash Graham now. So let's talk about the big bombshell of today. And the title of this episode is Fire Fauci Now. Yes. So it is so ironic that it comes to pass that Fauci has written a book, which he wrote during COVID, mm -hmm. uh, which means that he had a lawyer and people pitching to book publishers, et cetera, about a book during timeframes. Um, this is now my second book. So let me explain to you. It takes a long time to get a book deal. Mm -hmm. It takes even longer to write one. By the time the book comes out, it's been about a year Mm, you know, so he yeah. got this book deal within three to four months yeah. of the pandemic happening. Um, and 
<laughs> it's so funny because they're pitching it as a book of truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out. And now uh who was it that leaked it? Uh the Washington Post, Anthony Fauci pandemic. So uh the Washington Post actually leaked all of these emails yeah. from Fauci through the Freedom of Information Act. And here's the thing, and I put a post on Facebook, and I'd like to see them fact check it, uh, which they'll probably try to, but all I said in the post was this. I said, hey, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, remember when you claimed I was spreading false information and fact check me over questioning Fauci? Will you do a public apology to all of us since we were right? Fire Fauci now. Yep. Simply asking yeah. the question of, remember when we all got in trouble for simply saying, are we sure that this guy knows what, he talk, what he's talking about? Are we sure that this guy is consistent and trustworthy? Let's just read a couple of the emails here. Now, these are actual emails. Now, this was February 5th, 2020. All right? Now, again, I understand that this was on early set parts of the pandemic, et cetera. I got that. The left, of course, is coming to defense saying, well, this was early on in the pandemic. Early on. Well, of course he thought that. The problem is we all got in trouble yeah. for questioning. So how come Fauci can go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, but we as Americans can't? So this is what he said. This is him writing Sylvia Burwell. A couple quick questions. Sylvia Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring the infection. Um. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keep, uh, in keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to be a very low-risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures as a diagnostics and vaccine. Safe regards, best travels. Tony! That's Anthony Fauci. Hang on, let's find some totally. more here. Um, That's just ridiculous. It's political theater. A bunch of people are posting this stuff. I'm going through Twitter as Fauci says masks aren't needed. That's the big one. Fauci told my colleagues that COVID likely engineered. Okay, so here's the big thing. Okay, um, let me find the exact email. There's a lot of them. Here's the big thing right here is this email is now there's a lot of science talk. And so, uh, you know, just bear with me here. But at the very end of it, we have a good team lined up. Uh, this is to Fauci. All right. Fauci responds. Thanks, Kristen. Talk on the call. OK, now this is pointing out the fact this was January 31st. OK. Wow. Of twenty twenty. This is pointing out to the fact of, you know, now all the reports are coming out again that Fauci's like, yeah, you know, it actually is probably likely that it was manufactured in a lab, da-da-da-da-da. On January 31st of 2020, a woman named Christian, or I guess that's a woman, it may be a dude, Christian G. Anderson wrote to Dr. Fauci and said, blah, 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 a bunch of medical stuff. We have a good team lined up to look very critically at this. So we should know much more at the end of the weekend. I should mention that after discussions earlier today, Eddie, Bob, Mike, and myself all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. 
But we have to look at this much more closely, and there are still further analysis to be done, so those opinions could still change. So even <clears throat> as early as January 31st, wow. all of these teams said, yeah, this virus doesn't meet the standards for like this evolutionary, just normal right. evolution of a virus. Mm -hmm. So they were already hinting at, yeah, we think that this could be man-made or mm -hmm. manufactured. Wow. And here's the thing. So this was January 31st of 2020. So Anthony Fauci had these emails, had this information, but yet people like us saying that it came from China. Fact checked. Fact checked, demonetized, shadow banned, uh, conspiracy theorists. But now here it is. Emails dated January 31st, 2020. Yeah, wow. So well, and, and right here all, in black and white. Look at all the uh, the rise of Asian hate crimes, right? That was initially blamed on Trump, MAGA supporters, because he said the virus came from China, right? Like, and and look at the people attacking, you know, Asian people. It's not MAGA supporters, but now Joe Biden could literally say, you know, it came from China, and it would be totally fine. It's just amazing. Yeah, amazing. I'm reading. Yeah, like as we Donald go Trump here. is like racist for saying that. Yeah. He's like, it came from China. And What's, that's why Asians are getting attacked now. But now Biden can say, yeah, it actually did come from China. And the Asian attacks have nothing to do with it. What's funny is I, like, always saw Dr. Fauci as, like, Toby from The Office. I never, like, thought there was, like, anything <laughs> Any malice inherently, yeah, like, yeah. malice. But that's kind of shifting now. Cause, and I'm sure people would be like, I, I told you so or whatever. But, like, think about it. He's, like, this guy who... Just, a, you know, this doctor guy, and then now he's like, book deals. Yeah. Like he's Look like, at his history with AIDS yeah. back in the 70s leftist, and how he butchered that. He's like a leftist hero now. So it's like at the end of the office when Toby gets his book deal and he's writing about the Scranton Strangler, and like every time someone asks him about something, he like, he he's like talking about the Scranton yeah. Strangler. And that was Dr. Fauci with like mask or whatever. He, was, he like didn't even know what he was saying. He was just spitting something out because he thought it was cool. Right. And remember whenever he told us we couldn't watch the Super Bowl with family. And then a couple months later, he's like, really? The six foot distance is ridiculous. Either way. So it's all ridiculous. Yeah, screw yeah. This guy. All right. So here's another big thing. All right. So uh, we just read the January 30th email where. Uh, Fauci's colleagues said COVID-19 was likely engineered. On April 20th, uh, and they've redacted some of the info here, this is something that was sent to Fauci, uh, saying that they want to personally thank him on behalf of their staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19. So they went from January 30th to, yeah, this thing doesn't scientifically match the evolution of genomes to thank you for dispelling this myth. Now here's another thing. And this was sent to uh, an email physicist. Uh, this is an email from a physicist, Eric Nielsen that was sent to Fauci in March, 2020 that recommended two drugs to fight COVID-19. Was that one of the California doctors, Eric Nielsen? I don't know. Uh, we Sounds can look familiar. that up. All right. The other drug I have and have told my family and some friends to get is called hydroxychloroquine. No way. Also seems to be effective and safe. No freaking yeah. way. Literal emails to Anthony <laughs> Fauci. So this guy, here's the thing, all right? And, 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 and here's what the left is trying to spin. They're like, it still doesn't make it true that hydroxychloroquine was safe. The problem is 
no one was allowed to even freaking Whisper that. say it. Yeah. And this dude was getting emails about all of this stuff from other doctors. Anthony Fauci is not the only doctor in the world. And if you think he's the smartest doctor in the world, you're a freaking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So He's a political doctor. How come... Hold on, let me read this. Was it from... Uh, so basically, uh, Fauci emails so far prove this. He had some urgent discussions about gain of function, mm -hmm. ignored scientists who told him China lied about virus and data, mm -hmm. was informed about possible Wuhan lab leak, told on email that retail masks don't work due to size of the virus. Um, let's see. Yeah, he knew. He was the head of the NIH when Obama sent the gain of function to Wuhan with $11 million behind it. Like, he was there. He did it. So he knows that the gain of function testing for coronavirus was in Wuhan and that we, you know, funded it, basically. Father's Day is coming up. We had an episode where we talked about this, ladies. And I can promise you that he doesn't want a mug or a tie. Give him the gift that will save him thousands in ammo and take his marksmanship to the next level. Get him iTarget Pro. iTarget was invented to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet, into your firearm and start your training experience. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, side alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code GRAHAM. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code GRAND. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I think we should file a lawsuit. I think that he should be in federal prison, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I don't see how, but this is just like Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo's book is probably going to soar. Uh, because people are going to want to read about it, and he's going to make a crap ton of money, even more than he's yep. already making. Uh, Still think the sexual harassment things were a, a ploy to cover up the the coronavirus nursing home thing, maybe which disappeared. But 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 that's my point. Like, look at uh, Chris Cuomo. So if that was anybody else who basically bent the rules to defend their brother, they would be fired immediately. From mm -hmm. Fox News. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it's this double standard junk that we have going on that just drives me absolutely yeah. insane. Well, CNN is unbiased. You know, Fox Correct. News is theater. So unbiased. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so again, my point is this. Are Republicans going to do anything about this? Because the answer is no. Uh, the, the, well, except for, old guard. except for Rand Paul. Rand Paul, somebody put a a, a a gif of Vince McMahon like strutting down the, the walkway like Rand Paul walking into his next meeting with Dr. Fauci. Uh, that was pretty funny. Rand Paul is like chomping at the bit and and you know he did a he did a similar tweet that just said told you so uh, on the top. <laughs> I I I am uh, the more and more this goes, the more and more we get back to normal, the more and more upset I become about all this stuff mm -hmm. because everything, not everything, 90% of the things that we said the entire time 
have come true. Uh, just like I said, in major cities, I would say here in the South, it's probably 90-10. 90% of people don't wear a mask, 10% do. Yeah. I would say in the major cities, it's probably more like 60-40. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be that way for forever now. I do. I still don't believe that because we had people that were afraid before. Mm-hmm. And so I think for forever, uh, people in major cities, uh, things like that, you're going to see masks. It's just going to be just this normal oh, thing. That, that video we used on Real America, the girl that went into Starbucks and couldn't do it and she walked back oh out. The comment section was the worst part. People were like, I've grown an attachment to my mask. I never want to you know, take it off again. It's like that's the long-term damage that this past year has done, not do, just the deaths. Do you think that the mask – so – all right, so go with me here. Uh, if you're listening, this is go down the, the the psychology hour here. So when I first started going to New York, uh, one of the advice, one of the things that people gave me advice on was, if you don't want to get hassled by homeless people and stuff like that all the time, walk around with headphones in all the time, even if you're not listening to anything. Just always walk around with headphones in. Because what that does is it creates a degree of separation from mm. you mm. and everybody yeah, else, yeah. right? So do you think that now people are also using the mask as also another further degree of separation from people? Yeah, They don't have to show expression. Mm-hmm. They don't have to show interest in things. You know, because there's a lot of times people talk to you randomly and you have to like, ha, 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 you know, like yeah, laugh yeah. and giggle and like show smiles and all this other kind of stuff. With a mask on, you don't have to do any of those things. Some people wear a hat, glasses, and mask. You don't even know what they look like at all. Right. It It's created yet another barrier separating us from normal society, mm-hmm. normal societal functions, Etc., etc., and I think a lot of people just like people that hermit themselves. Like, there's a lot of people yeah. that open the garage door, pull in, close the garage door before they even get out of the car, get Uber Eats delivered to the door, don't talk to me, leave it at the doorstep, watch Netflix all day, yep. uh, get up, work from their house. You know, I mean, there's people that separate that, yeah, on a daily basis, and I think that these people, A, I think it's less about fear and it's more like a like a safety blanket, like a bay bank, as my kids would call yeah. it. Get, <laughs> well, I get, think social media kind of started a lot of that, you know. Like social people, media starts everything. Yeah, they have all their profile pictures all touched up, the perfect image of them. You know, they're their best self on social media and out in the real world they have all their imperfections. So masks probably do create some kind of barrier that you know, a lot of girls don't like wearing makeup too and Having to put that on, so it takes care of that, I guess. I was just curious. I was just curious. You know, do we think that the majority of people that wear the mask that continue to wear it are going to continue to wear it because they're actually afraid? Or do we think, because now the science and the data is pointing to the quicker you open up, the quicker this thing goes away. The quicker you take the mask off. Yeah, the quicker you take the mask off and you start being around everybody, the quicker this stuff starts plummeting. All right, Texas is plummeting in... They yeah. just had the lowest positivity rate, the lowest hospitalizations, and the lowest death rates since the start of it, All right? And they are packing the stadiums, man. I oh, mean, yeah. packing them. Love it. And, and guess what no Republican governor would ever do? Mandate that you could not wear a mask. Like, you can't go in with a face yeah. mask on, you know? Nobody's saying yeah. that, you know? It's like, if you want to wear a mask, you can. And to be honest, actually, if I owned a business, I probably wouldn't let you wear a mask because that's a danger to 
the other customers. You could be a criminal hiding your identity. Oh well, that's you know? over. I mean that. I mean you might as well forget that. That's done. Yeah, well, back in the, my business. Back in the day, you walk in with a mask. People's people got <laughs> some questions. Gun, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. But but now, well, now you legitimately have people walking in with masks right. with guns, with a hoodie and a mask. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's uh, I, I I you know that's over with yeah. people. I, I'm telling you, we are never going back to. Do I think it's going to be 50-50? No. Do I think in the southern, more open areas, is it going to be as big a deal? No. But the big metropolitan cities, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, all these places, yeah, I think you'll be 60-40. I think people, 40% of people will just keep wearing the mask for forever. Yeah. And 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 I think the bigger thing of it is it's not because of fear. I think it's just because of they love being cut off. Love being cut off from from main society. There, yeah, there's also that cult of you know moral superiority. Yeah, you know, we're true. the we're the cult that, of true. saving lives. And as soon as they take it off, then they're going to be like, oh, everyone's, everyone's going to think I'm a racist conservative now, yeah. and like they don't want to look like that. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. one quick joke. Somebody said uh, there's going to be a lot of Fauci tattoo cover ups here in the next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. All right, when it comes to mobile phone carriers, you have a ton of options now. So what's the difference? Well, there is only one Christian conservative carrier in the country with broad, dependable coverage who sends a portion of every dollar you spend to support First and Second Amendments, veterans, first responders, and the sanctity of life. Plus, you will save money. That company is Patriot Mobile. And right now, you can get free activation plus a special gift when you go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage and uses the same towers as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus they have plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team has the highest rating among wireless carriers, and they're standing by to help build you a customized plan today. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the switch today. Get free activation plus a special gift with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Graham, PatriotMobile.com slash Graham, or 972-PATRIOT. So Biden says something inherently racist again, as he always does, but yet nobody says anything. Come on, man. Uh, here we go. That shows. Young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But Wait, what? The data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. He's going to make me cuss. Was that ever even a question? Yeah, no crap. Like about what? Everybody that? thought that. Grant, Have you on. watched Shark Tank one time? <laughs> I mean, good Damon. I didn't. Yeah, Damon. Yeah, what, 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 what are you talking about? I didn't have my headphones on, but I couldn't hear it. So did he say the accounting and the lawyer thing too? Oh, yeah, hey, you're right. Like you're right. I, I didn't play it all the way through. Yeah, you're oh, right. Oh, wait, does Hold it on. get worse? That's yeah, the most it, gets worse. it gets worse. You're right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The whole thing. The data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers. They don't have they 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 don't have accountants, but they have great ideas. Does anyone doubt this whole nation be better off from the investments those people make? And I promise you, that's why I set up the National Small Business Administration that's much broader because they're going to get those loans. (laughs) He set up up the National Small Business Association. Did you hear him say that? He created it. 
<laughs> he created he the basically, SBA. He basically just said, black entrepreneurs, all of them have good ideas, and none of them have lawyers or accountants. None of them are capable of yeah. obtaining a lawyer and an accountant. Well, they don't have I internet. Would, I would like to talk to a black entrepreneur and see what they think about Well, here's this. the thing. Yeah, let's call up Jason. Do you realize... Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> if only we knew a black entrepreneur... <laughs> Jason doesn't have internet, though. Uh, yes, you're right. Or the ability or an to get an ID. Uh, Does he have a lawyer? Uh, anyway, <laughs> Dude. Okay, so here's the thing. And this is what I want people to know. I do have a lawyer, <laughs> and I do have an accountant. Guess what I didn't have the first three years that I was doing all this stuff? A lawyer or an accountant, <laughs> because I couldn't afford it yet. Right. All right? So here's the problem with this, and this is speaking from a pure entrepreneurial business standpoint, because this is what a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people will hear that, and they'll think, huh, okay, well, I mean, yeah, that doesn't seem fair. Like black people can't get lawyers or they can't get accountants. Well, that's not why. That's, that's not fair. Yeah, why? Why? Why can't they do that? Well, here's the thing: those people ain't cheap. All right. Mm. And guess what? Guess what? This air white guy couldn't get the first three mm. years. I couldn't pay for a lawyer to save my life, which is why I almost bankrupted this entire thing in the first year because yeah. I had no idea what I was doing and I had no lawyers to help me out. Here's here's the problem that we're getting at right now. You're right. Black entrepreneurs do have just as much of a chance to be successful as white entrepreneurs if they work and do the same exact crap that the white entrepreneurs have to do or right. the Asian entrepreneurs or the Hispanic entrepreneurs or the whatever. You got to work for it, man. Yeah. You got to, especially if you're not rich already, dude, you got to tank your credit to make sure that people can still eat and you pay your employees and all this other stuff. And when you tank your credit, guess what you can't get? An SBA loan, mm -hmm. all this other stuff. This is what every single entrepreneur has to deal with. To be blunt, it's a rite of passage. Tell a bootstrapped entrepreneur that just because somebody's black, now they're automatically going to get funding because yeah. they're black, no matter what their credit score is, no matter their debt-to-income ratio, no matter what. Then they're also going to have money for lawyers, accountants, et cetera, et cetera. That's not fair because we didn't get that. In fact, we didn't know that you could apply for an SBA loan without making any money. It's called an expansion or a startup loan. Okay, but the second you start making a dollar, you no longer qualify for the expansion loan. And then you got to be in business for two years before you can get, oh no, startup loan. Then you got to be in business for two years before you can get an expansion loan. And if your personal credit as the owner has had hits, guess what you don't get? The SBA loan, mm. no matter how good your business is doing. So the whole system yeah. is, I will give... Uh, Democrats and Republicans this, the whole SBA system is rigged to support rich people starting businesses. Yeah. 100%. Because it should be based off of how your business is doing. Right. Not yeah. based off of what you had to do to get your business to a point where it's actually successful. And you can afford an attorney. Yeah. And you can afford an accountant. And all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. This is the problem. We're wanting to gift to people what everyone else has had to work for. And if you gift it to people without understanding the importance of the gift that they're getting, right. then they're going to take advantage of it. It's not going to work. They're not going to work as hard. Therefore, their business isn't going to be as successful. To be blunt, 
you find out who really wants it and who the real entrepreneurs are. Entrepreneurs are the people that have a million dollars one day and 10 grand the next day. Yep. Entrepreneurs are the people that have an idea, they make some money, the business fades out, then they're left with nothing and they go, okay, uh, all right, I'm going to start doing this now. And then yeah. they create another business. And a lot of times they're using other people's money. Correct. Too. Exactly. Entrepreneurs are wheelers and dealers, man. I mean, the entrepreneurs make the world go round, but they operate differently. Right. If you create a product that's amazing and someone wants to make money off of it, and they're like, oh, well, he's black, so I don't want to make money off that. Product. Nobody said that Never, ever. Never, ever. Yeah, the ever. NFL would not exist. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, well, you know, uh, I know he ran a four-two, yeah, <laughs> but, we, but we can't have that. You remember no. that racist orange man who did that thing called Opportunity Zones? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. But, but that's my point. And this is the thing that people just don't understand. And it's not. It's not their fault. It's not their fault that they don't get it. If you haven't ever started a business, you're you're not gonna get it. But this is where we need people. Joe Biden has been in the government for 43 years. The man is 73, right? How old is Biden? He forgot. 73, 76. How old is he? It's my wife, Joe Biden. 78. Good God. 78. <laughs> He's even older than I imagined. Yeah. <laughs> so since he was 35 years old, he has not been an everyday American. He's been in government ever since then. So this guy, this guy has no clue what it's like mm -hmm. to not even make enough money in the business revenue and have to spend your own money or float a house payment to be able to pay your employees to keep the business going long enough. This dude has no idea yeah. what he's talking about. White no, supremacy is the biggest threat to America? No, it's idiots who think that they know small business, which is actually the <laughs> backbone of America, and they're yeah. going to tank the freaking economy. Yeah. Because if you remove incentive for hard work, then you get no work, and no work equals yeah. no job and no economy. Zuby's tweet about that was so good. He said, if we start from scratch and gave everybody 20 grand i bet you in a couple years we'd be right back to where we are yeah the rich people would get rich again because they were motivated determined had a good idea a good product and the pathetic people who wanted handouts all the time didn't want to do anything will end up right back where they were anyway i could take 10 grand and turn it into 100 grand very quickly yeah. i i there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever that i could do that no right. i mean i could lose everything today and within six months, I truly believe that I would be fine again. I really do. I, yeah. be, because that is an entrepreneur. And that's another thing. We are, we are mix matching. I don't know how we got into business, but we are mix matching entrepreneurs and business owners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Entrepreneurs are different than business owners. Right. Entrepreneurs like to start things. They like to start things, get it set up, move on to something else. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to do. I like to start things, get it set up, get it stable. Move on to something else. That's an entrepreneur. They're always moving. They're always doing this. They're always doing that. A business owner is a person that's on the ground every single day. Yeah, managing. Working with the customers, doing all this other kind of stuff. You can't merge the two there because they're two different things. Okay? So business owners, we need people that understand what it takes to actually do this stuff. Okay? Um Accountants, lawyers, doctors in Congress sound great. But how many accountants are there 
really running things? How many doctors are there really running America? And that's some excuses too. Like an accountant's the reason you can't start your own business. You can find an accountant firm in India for $5 a day. Exactly. I mean, excuses. Or, or you just suck it up and try to do it yourself, do it yourself. and you'll yeah. probably owe you more too. taxes than you should you the too. first couple years yeah. until you can afford an accountant that knows how to work the tax codes to give you better tax breaks. And then people will get mad at you for working the tax code. Yeah. I did my own taxes. I lost $1,000. <laughs> I have no doubt <laughs> that, that exactly that, that happened exactly as you said. It sucks. Uh, I, your white privilege. I myself, I myself. Look, man, look, I, I have to, yeah, that's another thing. People don't understand this. W-2 employees don't understand that to be able to pay employees more, a lot of times owners of businesses will take less money, which shows up less on their tax mm. returns, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Guess what we can't buy if we have low tax returns? Houses. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then if we want to buy a house, we have to claim more money, which means we have to pay more self-employment taxes. Yep. Self-employment taxes are out the wazoo. Yep. So the whole system is... Business taxes are less than self-employment taxes. So most business owners want to keep most of their money in the business mm -hmm. or employees, expansion, business expenses, et cetera, et cetera. They want to keep less money in their personal accounts because self-employment taxes are ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But then when it comes to having to buy things for you and your family, guess what you can't do because you're not allowed to count the business money. Right. So then the business owners, when they finally want to do something for themselves, like buy a house, et cetera, et cetera, then they got to pay a 80 to a hundred thousand dollar IRS tax bill. Nobody understands this because yeah. you're not business owners. You don't know. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and they see social media and they imagine this lifestyle that all these rich people are living. So they're kind of jealous. They're saying it's not fair. These people live this lifestyle, but it's really not like that. Entrepreneurs work a hundred hours a week, you know, stress, they die earlier. If you yeah, really want, yes. if you really want that life, you can have it. That's what the money's Can't worth. Can't wait you know? to die early. It's all about <laughs> perspective, right? Yeah. It really is. And, and I tell everybody, every day that stress is relevant to your own situation and everybody needs to be heard and everybody needs to be understood from the area that they're coming from. Mm -hmm. But if you're unable to see, like when you're mad at your boss, because <sighs> you think, yeah, exactly. Cause you think you deserve more money or you're not getting paid enough for this or that. Well, then you take on the, you got to make at least 60 grand a month just to pay all the bills and whatever you make after that is actual profit of the business. You take that burden on for a month, and let's see. Yeah, let's yeah. see how you feel after that, and then vice and then versa. give fifty percent of it away in taxes. Yes. after doing yes. all that, and then after you pay everybody's salaries and all this other stuff, everything that's actually profit, you have to pay if you actually claim any of it. Right, the highest rich. tax bracket yeah. possible of all this stuff. All I'm trying to say. All is, things that Joe Biden has never done before. <laughs> Correct. And so for Joe Biden to say anybody that claims over $400,000 is going to pay, you know, the highest tax bracket possible. Uh, capital gains tax is the stupidest freaking thing in the world. A capital gains tax is something you have to pay when basically you make a profit off of something like houses. Okay. A lot of people have to pay that in houses. Um, we have a house. It was our very first house in Mississippi. We bought it back in 2015. We haven't lived there in over two years. We want to sell the house this year. 
We're never going back. It's time to get rid of it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the property has grown. Uh, so we're going to be able to sell it for more than we bought it for. Mm-hmm. But because we haven't lived in it for over two years, we have to pay a capital gains tax on the money that we make on the house. It's insanity. It is absolute insanity. I've talked about this. I talk about it in the new book. You should definitely go get it. Nobody, people need to realize that the system, the way that it currently is, and this is why our tax system is so messed up, and this is why people that have actually operated businesses, even if they failed, in fact, I would say the people that have had businesses fail are the ones we need to listen to. Hey, this is why the business didn't work. Mm -hmm. This is why we went bankrupt and out of money, because the tax laws are written for people to do uh, make decisions for the business based off of economical tax standard. Oh, excuse me, not economical. They are designed for people to make business decisions based off the tax laws instead of what's best for the economy, i.e. investing in new jobs, expansions, et cetera, et cetera. We talked about this. The way the system is, you own nothing ever. Never. You never own anything. The system is actually written for you to rent and lease things for the rest of your life. You might as well. Might as well have a brand new car every year. The privilege of living in America. You might as well have (laughs) uh, a super nice condo or rental property mm-hmm. that you rent from somebody else. If you're a Black Lives Matter co-founder. Well, well, yes. just, just in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because even if you spend your whole life in one house, 30 years, paying the mortgage, paying the note, you pay the mortgage off, guess what? You still don't own it. Because you don't own taxes. the land. They say you own the land, but you owe taxes on the land. And if you don't pay taxes on the land, guess what? You don't own the land anymore. Death tax. If you die... And want to leave everything you've worked your entire life for to your children. There's a death tax. Well, yep, we're going to take it from your grave. Well, right. And if your kids aren't rich enough to pay whatever they quantify the death tax to be based off the appraisal of all your belongings and all the property, et cetera, guess what? It goes back to the state. So out of all of these economic words that we have just used, the one thing that we didn't use was race. Yeah. Correct. It's like we're, it was never like, okay, well, you're this kind of person. Because it sucks for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It sucks for all of us. The one thing that happens to everybody is death, taxes, and what was the other one? What's the quote? How does the quote go? Uh, d- death, ta- yeah, something like that. Death, taxes, and opinions? I don't know. Something. something. Death, taxes. I, I do think there that. should be. I think a, it's just death and taxes. Yeah. One thing uh, that maybe. makes us all in common. Uh, pleasure and pain, death and taxes. Yeah. Uh, there should be a white tax, though, I think. Yeah. For it's wh- probably coming. All white people should at least be charged like 4 read that Gavin. Higher. I read Gavin Newsom is moving forward with African-American reparations in California. So awesome. congrats, California. Congrats, yeah. That's is awesome. It, he's trying to secure the vote. He's, <laughs> I guess. Biden's fixing to push uh, the f- vote on the floor of Congress to allow 11 million Illegal immigrant citizenship into wow. the country. Come on I over. read that today. Over, um, let's see. Is 11 million votes. Anything Well, else? yeah, they don't need IDs. So. That's, yeah, that's what... Uh, so, <laughs> that's true. Um, <laughs> that's a, a, such a valid point in the Democrat or a valid strategy that Democrats use is because so many immigrants are actually conservatives and yeah. they get turned into Democrats when because they're like favorable. Open arms. 
Well, they're favorable to whatever party accepts them first. But like all the people that have come in legally, you know, usually Catholic from South America. That's a big part of their culture. So they're going to be anti-abortion. And obviously hard workers. I mean, those people grind. They're fighting. Oh, yeah. And and the legal immigrants, like coming, I mean. To send 90% of back to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are risking it all. They're fighting just for a little bit of a better life. Right. Obviously, you got to do it legally. That's. A no, that's like a no-brainer. So you have those kinds of people. They're hard workers, mostly going to be blue-collar. So you, between those and just the uh, the culture in that community, especially in the Catholic community, yeah. I mean, it, li- it lines up way more conservative, but the Democrats... Well, same in the black to, community, too. Yep, exactly. And, yeah, you have you know Planned Parenthood that strategically targets African-American neighborhoods, um, well, look at defund the police. I mean, the the people that defund the police is going to hurt the most are the inner city yep. communities. Yep. Someone on Fox News said it was actually racist that to defund the poli- yeah. police because the African American community is going to be the one that is is suffering hurt the most, the most yeah. which is incredibly unfortunate. Jason Chaffetz, I think. Yeah. Let's see. So, real quick, this is just posted right now. This is from Newsweek, actually. Newsweek World. China state media says country must prepare for nuclear, nuclear war. war with U.S. after Biden asked for COVID probe. It's also on GrahamAllen.com. Look, I hate to say this, but I have been saying it for a long time. If China is responsible for this, yeah. if China did this, and then we also find out that China did it on purpose. I'm down for that. Nuclear war. Shouldn't we? consider hold them accountable yeah you want to talk about nuclear war it's like come on champ. i mean but 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 here's what i'm saying okay so i mean i hate to say it but shouldn't the world mm-hmm. turn their attention towards china because hasn't every single country just about it been affected by covid19 yeah. Yeah. so why wouldn't the entire world turn their eyes to china yeah what do they have on the rest of the world look man we can't do that hey you know what if you do something, even if it's involuntary manslaughter, guess what? You still go to jail. What if we did it? What if we released a freaking plague on the earth? We would be at war already. They would be invading our beaches yeah. right now. Yeah. USA killed a million people all over the planet. Yes. What? I think it's more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the total COVID-19 death count worldwide, Noah? Check his, uh, his skills here. Do, 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 yeah, all the Alex do, Jones conspiracy do, do. people. It's like, oh, okay, so they were right Death about that. Death count or case count? They were right about Death that. count. 3.57 million. Okay, China, if China released this intentionally or unintentionally, doesn't matter. They have killed 3.5 million people worldwide. With a little umph on the 171 million cases so if there's like long-term well right and we're not even talking about the actual deaths that happened in china that they didn't report to us yeah right yeah so and the failed business okay and and go with me here if this gets clipped i'm saying if this was intentional okay 3.5 million deaths so far uh that's more than civil war Holocaust was six, seven million? Six well, six million Jews. Six million Jews alone. But 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 what I'm saying is, I mean, you're talking about massive level type stuff here. See what I'm saying? 
You could call it massive. Well, it's not technically genocide. Population control. Yeah, it's, it's you know, but you know what I'm what I'm getting at is crime against humanity. Humanity. Yeah. If this was intentional, they should be dealt with from a military perspective. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. They should be they should have to pay every medical bill. All the six trillion dollars we've added to our national debt yeah. should come out of China's pocket. Uh, China should have to pay trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars to every single country affected yeah. by this. I mean, that breaks the rules of like the Geneva Convention, like warfare. Every you single person that. that got COVID should receive some type of monetary payment. Yeah. I mean, they should be, I mean, we're talking COVID reparations. We are, I'm, I'm being for real. <laughs> yeah. Every single person that has a positive COVID-19 test should receive a freaking check from China. Well, even people who didn't, their Which, lives are ruined. For the first time ever, ding, ding, ding. I got one. <laughs> Show me the money. I got one. I, I'll take, I'll take a hundred grand. Anyway, the point is we, Ted Cruz said it best. And we have jumped all over the place today, but Ted Cruz said it best. The families of the victims of COVID-19 and the people that got sick. People lost their jobs. If you get food poisoning from a restaurant, what are you technically allowed to do? Sue the restaurant. Sue that restaurant. I got food poisoning. Now, most people don't do it, but my right. point is you're allowed to. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. But especially the people that lost their lives. Every single one of those family members deserves to know if China made it and if China did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Period. And what was yeah. China doing right before this? Shutting down the Hong Kong protesters. Yep. Thank goodness we have our fearless leader to enforce this. Oh, my God. Imagine um, imagine a, a spanking from Joe Biden to Xi Jinping. Yeah. Anyway, and, hey, well, don't you do that again. The other there, thing Mister. is Biden said, like, the probe into the Wuhan lab and... Xi Jinping is threatening like nuclear war. Well, guess what? Trump was saying it in his face the whole time, and they weren't doing anything. Yeah, they were like because racist. they were afraid. They were intimidated because we had a powerful president who wasn't afraid. wasn't afraid to do something. So annoying. Anyway, that's it. That's all we got, guys, for this episode. Uh, it has been. Quite a couple days. Uh, We are going to keep you up to date on everything that's going on. But we also are going to start keeping you updated on the campaign side of things. So we're going to have a lot of campaign stuff. I want to be transparent. I want you guys to know what it's actually like to run a campaign because you will be shocked how this stuff actually works. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to donate at GrahamAllenSC.com and go pick up the book wherever they're sold. We'll see you again next time. Do it.